What's happening, Hardscapers? This is episode 124 of the How to Hardscape podcast, where we talk to you about how you can start and grow your hardscaping business. And today's episode is brought to you by Alliance Gator. Their innovation has brought products like Gator Base, G2 Polymeric Sand, Extreme Edge, Nitro Joint Sand, and a diverse range of geotextiles to the hardscape market. Go check them out at alliancegator.com. And on today's episode, we mash up previous I Am A Hardscaper interviews with hardscape business owners answering where they get their leads from. Depending on how I ask this question, it could be simply where is their primary source of leads coming from or whether they had an evolution from where they first got leads when they first started their business to now in their business. Where are their leads coming from? But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. This is Matt of Hardscape Ottawa. Yeah, so the the majority of our clients are acquired through Google and our website. Of course, we're we're pretty active on Instagram as well, uh, which is starting to gain traction with the demographic that's actually purchasing from us. But all of that leads into sales funnels on our website. That's an always developing process for me, just like everything else. Uh, For the upcoming sales season, I'm going to be looking into further exploring targeted advertising to people specifically looking at those features or uh, outdoor kitchens specifically as well. You know, as someone thinking about getting a new barbecue for their backyard, well, they're going to Google new barbecue and they'll get all of the fireplace stores uh, around the city, but they're not necessarily hitting on someone that uh, is saying, hey, look, I can build you an outdoor kitchen. It's a little unfortunate. I find a lot of the time whenever we go to begin a project, people have sort of bought a brand new fancy barbecue the year before, and they're a lot less open to the idea of adding an outdoor kitchen to their project because they have a brand new barbecue. And we'll also be making pages on the website that will be providing that sort of professionally installed option to those searches instead of those box store DIY ones. But it's not just necessarily about generating leads. It's about generating qualified leads, right? So the absolute best way to do that is the SEO and user experience on our website. We have a specific page on the website that breaks down every step of why our installations are sort of better than the other guys. And I specifically mention Ottawa, Interlock, and landscaping, but as often as I possibly can on those pages without coming across like a robot saying it. We have another page that instead of having some vague write-up about sort of needing to come out to give a quote, uh, which, by the way, is a great way to get leads. You know, you can get your foot in their door, but it's not necessarily a way to get qualified leads, right? If you're just trying to show up to every single person's house, uh, you don't necessarily know that those are all good buyers. So my page, instead of saying, oh, we need to come out and tell you how much it'll be, it shows pictures of multiple projects that we've completed throughout different price ranges, right? So I'll have like a five to 15,000, 15 to 25, and then a bunch of jobs, front yard, backyard separated, in those price ranges so people really have an idea just what they need to be budgeting to get their dream project right and then that also gets them thinking hey maybe i could add in that standalone water feature since it fits into that budget or how cool would it be to have that fire pit right so that's our best way to get leads because we look at it not as just sort of an ad on the internet with our phone number and some pictures of our work it's a complete sales tool that we harness uh, and it really makes the sales process with your clientele just way easier and brings in great people to work with this is sean of premier outdoor living so initially it was pretty much all facebook Uh, i was doing instagram but that was more for like the contractor community that that's so uh prevalent on there so initially it was really facebook and a lot of leads came through local Facebook groups just by like weekly posting in there whenever we would maybe finish a project, um, upload some really cool pictures to those local groups. And that led to a ton of work, a little bit of Facebook advertising. But since we only need about 12 clients a year, 
it really isn't too hard to to fill up our schedule and and just get booked up. So that is really where it started. And now it's it's kind of shifting towards Instagram. We're getting most of our leads through there at this point. And I think that's really signaling that the user base on Instagram is getting a little bit older where they're in their 30s to 40s. And in my experience, those are the people that are really willing to spend money on their outside. You know, they're just buying a house. It's their forever home. And they want to invest money in their backyard. And it's not like they're looking at it like we want to get this out of it when we sell it. They just want a living space outside. And that's probably 95% of our clients are in like that 30 to low 40s age range, which is really cool because most of those people now are on Instagram. And it's very easy to to follow what we're doing with the stories and with the posts and all that kind of stuff. This is Caleb of Amon Landscape. You know, it's, it's even through lawn care, and we're in a small, you know, rural community. That I say, I say small. It's really not small anymore. It's grown so much. Uh, referral, like any, like anybody, is a, a huge part of our business. Um, we do a lot of referral work. We're very, but a lot of those referrals come from our activity and our involvement in a lot of community organizations. Uh, my wife, Brittany, who owns the company, she's on a, on a couple different boards in the community, like advisory boards and you know, community boards of uh, board of directors and things like that. That brings in a lot of work. I'm involved in a few uh, networking groups, good, good, strong ones. There's a lot of bad ones out there, but a couple good, strong ones that has a really good, strong network of people. So between networking and essentially referrals and the other big one, I think it's somehow and still in this modern age is still one of the best kept secrets. I don't know how is a good website, a website that's super heavily and well done uh, heavily. I say heavily is super well done with search engine optimization for your area and what you want to focus on. Our website brings us in a lot of work. It's crazy. And uh, we have a good website that's well optimized. And that's a big part. So referrals on our website are really good for us. This is Jeremy of J Squared Outdoor. Yeah, at the beginning, you can pretty much sustain yourself on word of mouth. But as you grow and you've got employees and you've got to keep crews going, um, we've gotten a little bit more into advertising. So we're on house, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook and we do the targeted ads on Facebook. Um, just to keep a little bit of, uh, extra work on top of the work that comes word of mouth, which we still get. Now, have you found, uh, one of those ways of, of acquiring these leads? Have you found it, one of them being more valuable than the other? Like, uh, as, especially in terms of the amount of money that you're putting into it. For example, uh, you know, the Facebook ads, uh, retargeting and all that, uh, compared to something like House. Have you found something to be more valuable for your business? House has been pretty good. It's pretty consistent. It's a little expensive when you compare it to Facebook, but I think everything's expensive when you compare it to Facebook. Facebook's just so cheap, and it seems like you can throw 50 bucks on Facebook and you've got leads coming in. So Facebook is really, really good if you target it properly, and basically that means target at your geographic location, keep it really tight, and um, boost your boost the work that you really want to get. It's it, it seems to be hit and miss because in our area, not a lot of people sign up for it. But have you found that, you know, the customers coming in through house are um, 
very well qualified and they are the type of customers that you want uh and what about facebook are you are you getting the customers that you want are you getting more tire kickers because i know if you sign up for something like a a free classified ad you're gonna get you know some some less valuable customers if we talk a little bit about that uh does that make sense yeah i would say on house it seems like people that do reach out it's like a it's less people that reach out but they seem to be more qualified and they seem to have done more research on your business. Just, I guess maybe the way that the house page is set up. So they are, they're pretty good when they come in on house. Typically, uh, Facebook generally, they're pretty good. Sometimes they are tire kickers, but you know, probably 50, 50 on Facebook, whereas houses 75, 25. This is Andy Mulder of Mulder maintenance and services mainly from like my church community. So, I mean, I've been in this area my entire life. So my, my whole family, both sides of my family have, has lived here. And a lot of there, you know, you just know a lot of people when you stay somewhere for so long. And so I've gained a couple of my first clients are just some people from my church and it's just kind of built from there. And after that, I've really developed, I, I mean, I don't know if we're jumping ahead too much here, but I developed some really good relationships with local suppliers and my local vendors and such. And uh, they've really pushed a ton of business my way by people that are coming into them looking for pavers or looking for somebody to do their job. And I've really gotten some of my best customers from that. Um, and, 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 and just word of mouth. I mean, one of my biggest jobs last year was, was somebody that my wife worked out with at the gym, you know, so you just never know. I, I've heard a quote by, I don't know who Dave Ramsey says it, but I, it's somebody else that, that he got it from that, you know, everybody you meet is a potential customer. And that could not be more true. I, I think of jobs we've done and, and how, how we've gotten to where we're at and, and the projects that the people that we've met. And sometimes you, it's still the people you least expect, or you just can't believe the connection and how it happened. And I just really think that, uh, you know, treating everybody with respect and, and you just never know where that next lead is going to come from. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you touched on it a little bit there, but as your, as your business has progressed and where it is today, where are your leads coming from now? And is it still that, that referral traffic from your suppliers that is maybe one of the biggest uh, areas that your leads are coming from? Uh, That's probably where I get my most cold call leads are, are from the supplier. Um, I mean, one in particular that, that I deal with almost exclusively, but they, they help me out a lot in that way as far as giving my cards out. And really, word of mouth has just been huge for my company. I mean, I, you know, the, the referral is, is the best, is the best way to build your business. I can think of the progression, progression of the jobs and how one has somehow been connected to the other one. And I've gotten a couple of jobs from Facebook. Well, usually some smaller stuff comes from Facebook or like we do some drainage work that's come from Facebook. And, and then, uh, let's see, two years ago, I got a really big job from Instagram and that was the first big job I had gotten from Instagram. So, um, I think it's a, a variety of ways. I have a website. I don't rely on it heavily at all. I don't do any Google AdWords or Google any of that stuff. I, I really don't. I just I, the website is more of a, you know, you got to have a website kind of a thing. But I, I most of the leads we get are from from referrals and word of mouth and honestly my church community. I get, you know, I've we have go to a pretty large church around here and that's it's a it's a really good community to build good referrals from 
And, um, but it's also a good way to, you know, if you don't do the, do something right, you know, it's a good way to, you know, that it's a very com- connected community. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to, I don't know. It's just, I've gotten a lot of, a lot of work from that, you know? So this is Garrett of premier landscape. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll rewind again all the way back to 2007 senior year in high school, driving a dump truck to school and then driving off at 10:30 to go to work. Um, it was door to door. It was boots on the ground. It was business to business. You know, I, I would ask clients for referrals and friends and families and walk into businesses to see if they were taking bids, um, cold calling, cold knocking, you know, whatever it took to get people to hear me out. And and it was difficult, I'll be honest. I was, you know, 17, 18 at the time. I didn't have much experience, didn't have a fancy website with portfolios and this and that. So, you you know, you got to take what you can get in the beginning. And, uh, you know, I think Sean mentioned it, uh, premier outdoor recently that, you know, you're going to, you're going to take a couple hits early on too. Cause you, <laughs> you want to give the client everything. Uh, you really want to wow those first few clients and then it snowballs from there. And you can't be afraid of the bottom dollar on every single job. So you got to be able to kind of, kind of take that with a grain of salt in the beginning, but, uh, you know, fast forward all the way up to now, you know, that's, marketing is is so different compared to what it was when I started at least and and we're getting I would say at least 50% of our referrals are word of mouth and repeat contractors that we've built relationships with and the other 50% are some form of digital whether it be social media or website presence or google paid ads etc this is chad of natural design landscapes so to start, I'll, I'll go back to this uh, idea of approaching your retailers. Uh, to me, at the beginning, that was very important to get my card out there. They could see uh, to my business, my logo, and I sort of left it up to the retailers to try and feed me work where they could at the beginning. And uh, it snowballed from there, right? Because uh, I think at least at the beginning for me, people wanted to go in and see their materials and pick up a catalog and all this stuff. Um, and then they didn't know who they were going to have install. My market is probably for the most part a lower end market. And I was able to slip right in there at the beginning with a low price point for my work and stuff, which it, I mean, now it's uh, we're, we're not there at all. I don't advocate for charging less for your work. I think you should get as much as you deserve and as much as you're worth. But at the beginning, I could slip in there and sort of mingle amongst the the bottom feeders in town and then use my time uh, on the job site to maybe do a little more, give it a little more of a wow factor and uh, and climb the ladder that way to where I could differentiate myself from the guys that I was grouped in with as like the the boring landscapers or the the not great landscapers so yeah just climbing that ladder mostly from having the retailers push my work on that note though i think one of the most important thing for growing your business is paying your bills to the retailers i think everybody wants to work with somebody when they know they're (laughs) going to get paid and from the very beginning i've always said uh, the retailers have to be paid as quickly as possible, right? And they really appreciated that. And then they'd work with me more and, and give out my card more. And uh, we'd grow together that way. This is Tony of Group Zamco. 
Um, well, we were never big on marketing. So I, I, I know that there's very calculated ways to get clients. Um, that's not, that wasn't our approach. Not saying it's bad. Uh, it, you know, it works for a lot of people. It was never our approach. We went by word of mouth. Uh, everyone knows that word of mouth is the strongest type of marketing because it's marketing you cannot buy. Right. That's because I always said that, you know, uh, an ad or whatever the case may be, whether it's an ad or um, a sponsorship or whatever it is, it's a bot um, plug. I don't I never wanted that. Right. All the, like I said, TechoBlock shares us a lot. There's nothing there other than just sheer respect for the trade. You know, they respect the trade. They have a vision. They saw where we were going with it. They love what we're doing with it, and they want to be on board, so they share our stuff. We didn't pay for that, right? So that was important to us. It was, you know, as long as we're putting something good out there and people are talking about it in a positive way, that's all we wanted to do, and that's what's worked for us. The clients came. They, I mean, I have one client last year that literally said, you know, he had one contract to his backyard. He didn't know about us at the time. Um, but he had a very bad experience with his backyard. So then, you know, <laughs> I'll never forget this story. The, the wife always brings it up that they're in bed, they're sleeping. She's asleep, but he's on his phone. He's on Instagram. And then he just goes, babe, 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 wake up, wake up. And she, she's thinking, you know, she's thinking something happened. Oh my God, what's going on? You go, I found the guy. I found our heart keeper. <laughs> and she, she wanted to kill him. <laughs> she's like, I was sleeping. You woke me up for the driveway. <laughs> she's like, unless someone's stealing the car out of the driveway, like, don't wake me up. <laughs> but it was like, when he told me that story, I was like, damn, that's awesome. You know, like that excitement. Like he came across our page and that was it for him. Right. So that a lot of our work, honestly, a lot of our work comes from from social media um, and and word of mouth. You know, I have people that reach out to me all the time um, like, hey, I love your work. Do you work in this area? And if we do, then, you know, gladly we go. But we get we get requests everywhere. You know, so that, that's really exciting that we have the opportunity to build outside of the province if we decide to. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I think social media, social media was a major, major tool for us. Um, flyers and that don't work in today's, today's world. You have to get directly to the client, not their door. You know what I mean? This is Jordan and Kyle of Evolve Design Build. Yeah. So, um, uh, this is a funny story. I'm on the bus at the GIA. Okay. We had caught, we had to go back to the hotel. Um, I'm sitting on the bus and, um, this, I start, I had to sit in a seat by somebody I didn't even know. Um, and I sit next to this guy and I'm telling him, t- telling him about how, yeah, I got this maintenance company, Curry Took Lawn Care, but we really love outdoor living and um, we really want to try to push into that. He's like, oh, well, let me, let, me, uh, let me tell you what I did. And so he goes on this story about telling me about how he had a maintenance company and he separated it and he hired a general manager. He's like, listen, my heart just wasn't in that at the time. He's like, it was a profitable business. It was great. And we needed that foundation to refer our outdoor living customers to, right? We needed a good solid company. We could say, we built this for you and here's the people that can maintain it. Okay. So I said, all right, well, you know, tell me more about this. So literally 30 minutes on the bus, we get off the bus. We happen to be at the same hotel, another hour in the lobby. This guy's just spreading this 
wealth of knowledge on me about how he split his company. And he goes, well, you know, we just kind of evolved. And I was like, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to evolve. Like, you know, we've become different. Uh, our goals are different. Our our ideal customer is different. And that's okay that we started with those three to $5,000 patios. It's okay that we did a 200 square foot with one fire pit, but that's not where we're going. You need to know where your destination is, you know, and then, you know, basically start the journey from there. And so that was when I came back and I, and I was talking to my wife and I just said, you know what? Uh, I want to do something different. I want to bring Kyle on board and we want to, you know, we want to evolve the company. So as soon as we did that, I think it would it take like maybe three months for us. Mm -hmm. Kyle and I were going through the process. I went to my G my, at the time he was not my GM Jr. And he um, has been with me and I offered him the position of GM and I was just so confident he could handle it. He started handling all of Curry Tuck lawn care. I shifted my direct attention to what I wanted to do. And me and Kyle focused on our ideal client and as soon as we changed our brand, it was, wouldn't you say that like the way the jobs just started showing up because of the branding alone, it fit the bill for what people were looking for. We put stickers, we bought our trailer, put the Evolve stickers on. And how many, I mean, how many people walked by that first job site when we did that? I mean, like maybe six, seven. Yeah, a ton of customers just waiting to be had. Yeah, just waiting in the design build. I remember telling Kyle I was so overwhelmed because people saw they didn't see Curry took lawn care with a goose, right? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. They saw evolve design build. It put us in a different class, man. And it just the clients that were calling were were not the people looking to spend five to six thousand. It it looked like and we knew we were, it looked like we were capable of Fifty to a hundred thousand dollar jobs, if that makes sense. You know, just the image alone. This is Dylan of DNR Hardscapes. Uh, man, I, I would honestly say probably ninety percent of my leads come from word of mouth. Um, when when I first started, I got into a lot of bigger subdivisions here in Clarksville. Um, there's a big subdivision that has like two, three hundred houses. Very tight knit community, very prestigious community, and I've done probably. 30 projects in that one neighborhood. Um, and I will say probably of those 90% words of mouth, these people are reaching out to me on Facebook. And the reason they're reaching out to me on Facebook is because people sharing stuff on Facebook. Um, what I've realized over the growing of our business, Facebook is where leads come from. Um, it's just, it's it just, I mean, it's it just is such a crazy world that I don't understand that people haven't tapped into. If I could give any hardscaper advice, start adding a bunch of friends, guys. Go to your local groups, find realtors, add a bunch of realtors, add a bunch of people with a lot of friends. Just start at it's free, man. It's like you can have up to five thousand friends in your hometown. Like it is, it is free to add somebody and hopefully they accept your request. Um, I think that's the most cheapest, easiest thing you can do. And start doing quality projects. Start posting those quality projects because all those five thousand friends are going to see what you're going to do, and then they're going to see your name. And then somebody's going to ask on one of their little certain groups, like, hey, I'm in a retaining wall done. They'll be like, oh, I'm actually friends with this guy. He did this retaining wall not too long ago. But I would say probably 90% of it is word of mouth. But that 90% is almost from Facebook, from people sharing stuff, sharing in their private subdivision groups, uh, sharing it through Messenger, sharing it through that. I've run a bunch of ads and stuff. I don't get a lot of feedback. And I've got a social media team that does a great job for me. They do some great posts and stuff. I've even got a website that, you know, goes on there and goes full into detail, your address, 
your budget, what you want to do, big gallery, man, that's only about 10% of actually my full leads. But 90% of them is just word of mouth. Um, doing a good job, getting your name out there, networking. Just like I said, Facebook, dude, you can share posts all day long, add friends, share it to groups. You got local groups um, in your town. Like here in Clarksville, we got like Clarksville sales. We got Clarksville chat. We've got Fort Campbell uh, yard sale pages. Add all those groups, man. Just start making posts on them. Um, start getting, just because that post doesn't get anything, people's going to recognize your name. And by somebody recognizing your name, it's just like people do for elections. Um, you see these signs everywhere, all over elections. When you go to the polls, you're like, I don't know any of these guys. Oh, man, but I saw that guy's name uh, going in here. So I'm just going to vote for that guy just because I, I know the name. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where all of our leads come from. I think we do a really good job with our customers. Our customers do a good job referring us. Uh, we've got a bunch of friends, a bunch of family that just are – associating us with projects that we've done before do quality work man make sure make sure you get those five-star reviews make sure if you upset someone fix it even if it costs you a little bit that costing you a little bit that person's going to remember you and they're going to make sure to recommend you for that next job this is john of signature landscape and that's it the portfolio right there spending a little bit of money on your website when you could you know spending a thousand fifteen hundred dollars was a huge investment in a website. So um, I think that around 2017, I started to put more effort into showing people what I have done and building that portfolio, uh, whether you follow us now on Instagram or check out works that we've done on Facebook, um, that's what gives you more authority in this industry is a strong portfolio. And when you have a strong portfolio and mix that with interacting, uh, whether that be Facebook or Instagram stories, or consistently just showing your face out there in the social media world. I feel like that's what uh, validifies you and starts to get you more friends of friends referrals. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So have you seen, uh, sticking on this point a little bit, have you seen a return on investment from things like your website, from things like Instagram, your Facebook page, you know, non-paid uh, advertising that's online? Have you seen a return on investment in that? Um, I personally, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people have been successful. I haven't put a ton of effort into those things, but the small amount of effort I have, I have not. Um, a Facebook post might get me uh, a few mulch quotations or anything in the Clipper or which is a uh, magazine in Illinois that, you know, that you get mailed to your house with 10 other landscapers advertising in it. Um, I stayed away from all of that. I feel like those clients are usually seeing you along with three to four other contractors and you get into what the bidding war. I feel like the word of mouth referrals are obviously going to be the best ones and you getting out there, being sociable, not always talking about your business or yourself, but making sure that, you know, you're presenting yourself professionally and, and getting your voice out there to be heard that, Hey, I'm out here and I'm hungry. Yeah, absolutely. So nowadays, is, is it that referral, that word of mouth that's basically driving your business? Nowadays, I can say, honestly, I've gotten way more website leads than I ever have. Um, I'm not sure if that's because also this year I decided to start being more public with Instagram stories and trying to make a footprint in the social media world that previous years I have not. I've, you know, half attempted it. I've put a post up there every month 
where now I am trying to do multiple stories a day and try to put as much content out there as possible. Whether the website traffic is a direct relation to that, I can't speak of that, but I have noticed that many good referrals now are coming through my website, Instagram, and Facebook. This is Evan of Pride Hardscape. So last year, I will say everything was word of mouth. You know, we were going pretty much from one house to the next house friend's uh, house and just kind of keep going down the chain. And then my wife, Kaylee, has been joking about this Instagram thing for three to four years about getting on this Instagram click. And I'm, I'm not a social media guy. Uh, I can sell hardscapes. I'm good with people in person, but the social media was just weird for me. Um, I finally got on that social media kick and we have in one year, uh, 26 reviews on Google, all five star. And we're actually the number one hardscape company. If you look up hardscape companies around us, we pop up number one in the Google search now. And I really achieved that to being all on the social media, the Instagram, the Facebook, updating my Google pictures. I have over 220 Google pictures. They don't even have to go to my website to see my work, my work we just finished three days ago. So um, the past 10 bids we've given, the past 10 jobs we've got have been all website clicks, which blows my mind away from last year. We didn't have one. That's incredible. And it, sh- it really shows how powerful that is, especially Google. I mean, you can, you can run your business without a website now, if you have a great Google presence. Now, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't suggest that it's always good to have your own website because you never know what's going to happen. And Google's in control of everything if you go that route. But that's, a, that's an incredible testament to how powerful that platform is for business owners. Yeah, I mean, it really is, guys. I mean, anybody out there, like, if you look up your business, if you look up their hardscape companies around me, and if they want to hear me, but you look up their name, they got like six pictures on there. And, you know, I have over 30 or 40 pictures from clients which is great. Um, I, I need to respond more to my Google things. It's one, one thing's on me and my mom's list is figuring out how to respond. We're having some problems with my accounts, but you know, I think that's a big part of saying thank you for your response because you know, after every job, about two weeks later, once we get all the final touches done and the billing's all paid, everything, we, we ask for a Google review. Um, it's, it's been amazing. We have 27 reviews in one year. It's, uh, you know, we are the, it's, it's really turned my business around and the jobs that we're getting keep getting uh, bigger and bigger, but also we're still getting those little one day, hey, will you come remove my glass and put round rock on? Well, a nice, you know, 75, 80 year old client that calls me up, she saw me on Facebook, you know, so it's really cool. I like it. It's, uh, it's, it's our, our community here is really good too. I have over three or four friends that own other landscape and hardscape companies in the area that graduated with me. Yeah, that's incredible. I think this is going to help out a lot of people, Evan. So can you talk me through how you got those Google Google reviews? Uh, you know, did you ask the customers for it? When did you ask the customers for it after completing the project? How did you go about asking them? Can you get into that a little bit with us? Yeah, so the first uh, few, definitely like the first six to 10 all came in a big wave. Um, again, I credit this to my wife, Kaylee. Uh, she really wanted me to start pushing this business because I really think she saw how much I loved hardscapes and what I was doing and creating. And so the first few came, we did a lot of work for our friends and they went on there and like, yeah, man, you never asked us for a Google review. Some people don't even think about it. Like they get this huge project done, this new backyard, 
front yard water feature patio and you're so excited about it and the contractor doesn't even ask you for a Google review. I mean, we just made your backyard's dream, in my opinion, whether it was one phase or two phase or three phase. And we, we forget to ask and we get so busy. And then six months later, like, oh, we're not going to ask him for a review. Well, I did that. The first 10 reviews, I passed six months in jobs. I wouldn't ask for them. And then now my mother, who AKA is my secretary, which does all my emails, you know, all that stuff. She now asks after like a two weeks of the job and everything is everything. Okay. We first thing we ask is everything. Okay. Is there anything that, you know, you need us just anything. And we ask for a review and there's no reason we should get under a five-star review if we're complying with our contract and also complying with them two weeks later to check in even after our final walkthrough. And it's really up to you, us contractors, guys. We got to ask for that review because I had some work done at my house that was really good paint job and we had a really good job done. I forgot to give a review for six months until he asked me, seeing me at a local restaurant. So it's really up to us contractors to ask for that review because a lot of people won't do it uh, just out of just, re just forgetting about it kind of because they're so excited and get and then they kind of forget about it after six months, you know, it's gone by. I just want to take a moment from today's episode to thank Alliance Gator for bringing you today's episode. They are the manufacturers of a wide variety of hardscape insulation materials, including polymeric sands and other jointing compounds, cleaners, sealers, binders, concrete and plastic edge restraints, as well as Gator Base. Their wide range of jointing compounds suit any application. Cleaners and sealers help to keep hardscapes looking pristine, and their Gator Base product helps to reduce the amount of labor involved in preparing the base of a project. They continue to innovate and introduce new products into the market that add more tools in our toolbox, including Extreme Edge, a concrete edge restraint, and Nitro, a permeable jointing compound. You can find out more about these products at AllianceGator.com, found in the show notes of this episode, and you can connect with your local rep for installation assistance. Now back to our episode. This is Josh of Sutton Outdoor. We we gen we do get a few from Google, but mostly yeah, a lot through Instagram. As 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 I try to share more stories, I think last year we had like ninety followers and we're up to thirty six hundred. A lot of a lot of obviously landscape companies, but I've had lately this year I've had a lot of people like yeah I've been following you on Instagram over the last year and we we saw this project that looked a lot like what we have or and then uh, a lot are just referrals. And I always you know our current clients. We give them cards. I've been lately. I've been trying to write handwritten thank yous more. I've got a, a new fresh stock of those, so I'm trying to get those out to people and just encourage those referrals. And uh, so mostly, it's or they see my trailers. A lot of a lot of guys see our trailers and they and ladies they they're like, oh, I see your trucks everywhere. How many guys do you have? I'm like, well, it's just me and my brother. We have two trucks, but we're all over the place. We do a lot of work. Uh, there's not many days where we're not doing anything so, and we're, we're always at the, uh, supply yards and everywhere, Home Depot, Lowe's, you know, I get it just today. I got a guy come up and like, Hey, I need a patio in the back. I see from your trailer. You do patios. I'm like, hand him my card, say, visit our website. You can schedule online with me. And they're like, that's great. And then all of a sudden you, you get the email from acuity that you've got a new appointment and you can see all their details. They've got a, five to ten thousand dollar budget or a twenty to thirty thousand not everybody's truthful on those i found but at least they know we have a minimum charge like they're not going to click on you know fifty to a hundred dollars or something like it's, it's going to cost you 
me if you want to work with us. And uh, so that's just most of them have been uh, referrals and then uh, not as much from Google, I don't think, but I have a pretty good, a lot of Facebook too. The older crowd likes the Facebook still. So link Instagram and Facebook, they post together. So we get quite a few people or, or we get a referral. It's like, Hey, check him out on Instagram. He's always on there. So that's been a huge tool for our business as well. This is Adam of Lily Hardscaping. Uh, so at that time, you know, I, I did the basic put into the local newspaper ads, that kind of stuff. Um, hand out your cards everywhere you go, talk to people. And now it's just been word of mouth. Um, the projects have kind of grown to a point where, you know, the next door neighbor sees you, people walking down the street. Um, they have family members who come over and say, wow, who did that? And you just keep getting those calls. So now I don't do any kind of advertising, any of that stuff. And uh, they just kind of keep coming fluidly. Um, I'm very lucky that, you know, you just build up your name. I guess word of mouth is always the best, the best, you know, advertising. And with what you're posting on Instagram, these beautiful projects, uh, are, are you seeing some traction with Instagram in terms of maybe a customer here and there messaging you? Uh, yeah, honestly, most of my customers, regardless of age, they have their own Instagrams and they follow me. So they see what I'm doing. They know, they know where I'm at and they know where they are in the schedule because, um, as a, you know, kind of a, a one-man company, my, my timelines are a little bit longer than I'd say a lot of other guys. So they like to follow it. And, and then they also get ideas for their own projects. So I have clients that, you know, I'm not going to be working on for until 2021, but they're watching what I'm doing now. So Instagram has been a huge tool to really grow and show people what you're doing and, and what you can offer them. This is Nick of Earthworks Landscaping. Um, well, having been around for 42 years, um, we have actually quite a lot, a lot of repeat business where we, um, we maybe installed a, a landscape 20 years ago and it's, you know, getting to the point, I think 15, 20 years is maybe the max life time, um, that you could expect from a, from a, from a landscape, um, not so much hardscapes, but, but planting. So we do get a lot of repeat, um, you know, customers that we've had in the past. Also, um, you know, referrals from other customers are, have been, uh, you know, something that that's really driven, um, our client base. And then also, uh, obviously using, using our, our website and, and Google AdWords, um, have been, you know, a source of kind of new clients. Um, but I would say I, I just rebuilt the website um, this this year. I, I think the last time I did it was maybe seven years ago or something like that. Um, and I used the WordPress um, and I've actually I've been really impressed with that. Um, and I think it, it was it was easy to make a nice website. Um, I didn't make it, but I helped design it. Um, but my 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 web builder. Um, designed, I think what looks like a really nice website. And, um, that that's been helpful where I can kind of incorporate a lot of new projects on that simply, um, where in the past it was hard to kind of upload pictures and things like that. So that's, that's been huge just being able to, um, to keep up that way. And, and, uh, you know, 
as far as Instagram goes, I'm still waiting for my for my big huge Instagram sale. I haven't had that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of time into it, but I, I've I've had a few leads from it. Um, I think I have a lot of people that are kind of silently watching. At least I think. Um, and uh, and so I'm still waiting on that that big sale from Instagram. But um, no, I, I would say our website is probably the big one, and then um, the the small amount of money that I spend on Google, um, just to to kind of be out front in front of somebody that's Googling landscaping in my area. So have you ever, have you played with uh, Facebook ads at all? I have. Um, and I, I guess Facebook hasn't been, I know Richard, um, I listened to Richard from RC outdoor and he said that, um, he uses Facebook quite a bit and I haven't had, the success on Facebook. I guess I haven't put as much time maybe as I maybe should have into it. Um, most of my posts that, that I use on Instagram go directly to my Facebook business page. Um, but I guess I haven't seen the, uh, the payback on, on that quite as much. Um, and I haven't really spent a lot of uh, money on ads. So um, that's something maybe I should look into. This is Danny of Niche Gardens. It, this is interesting for us. Um, and, and I don't think this necessarily happens for everybody. Actually, I know for a fact it doesn't. You know, again, if somebody's listening to this and they decide that, wow, this guy did this from nothing, it's, it's a unique situation. I got lucky, for instance. You know, I, I waited long enough. But the, the thing about it is um, we work completely off referrals. And I know that might seem crazy. It's been that way from the beginning and it's still how I'm booked up. Um, it's, I guess the ongoing joke is that, you know, somebody tells me at least once a month or two times a month, they say, you know, you need a website page. And I'm like, okay, what for? I can't, I can't keep up with what we've got going on right now. I don't want to turn up the the heat anymore um so for us it's strictly off of referrals now let me state the flip side of that once my guys are in place and i'm comfortable that everybody they're don't get me wrong when i say this they're, they're bought into the quality part of it but sometimes when you're starting as an installer you learn enough really quick to be really dangerous fast um so when the guys are stable enough to watch others that can, you know, be dangerous really fast, for instance, then I'm probably going to have to switch over and definitely do Google. Um, I've, you know, talked to some people about it, even like with Nick's situation um, at Earthworks, you know, just doing Google and website uh, will be definitely our push. And then I think next year, uh, if everything's right and I feel good at the end of the season, um, we'll do things like home and garden shows. Um, those, those I think will be key for us in our area because we're booming right now. Um, it does make me nervous because everything booms before it flatlines. Um, but you know, started on referrals and still on referrals right now. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. This is Dan of Wasson Nursery. 
I will tell you that um, our best leads, the ones that 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 are, you know, we we're not up against much competition, are our word of mouth. Those are the easiest ones because it's real simple. Do a good job for somebody. That person's going to tell their friend, their boss, whoever, how good of a job you did, and then they're going to call you. And most of the time, they're not they're not getting other quotes. They're saying, "Hey, my boss, you did a good job for my boss. I love his patio. I want you to to do it. I want you. You know, can you give me a quote?" And those are the best because you don't pay for those. Those, those are, and we, we get, we get dozens and dozens of those every year. And, and, uh, they are, they are, uh, you know, it's hard to mess those up. You know what I'm saying? They're like you, you know, word of mouth, if you do a good job for somebody, that's all you should need. All right. Now we do spend, we do spend, um, some Facebook dollars, in uh, in marketing and getting people into the into the garden center, we do still do some stuff um, with with uh, uh, design build and groundskeeping to get you know on to maintain a presence. But um, I will tell you that our, our word of mouth is like a lot of the projects I post are from are from mostly word of mouth. Those a lot of those big projects are word of mouth. This is Matt Heiner of Heiner Outdoor Living. Still, best marketing is is word of mouth. Marketing, as far as what we spend money on, I've got, you know, SEO. I work with a company that does, you know, search engine optimization for the website. They help with a few like retargeting ads on Facebook. So if they go to the website, you know, they'll, you know, they'll see us pop up on Google ads and, and Facebook pixels and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we've, I, I do spend a, a little bit targeting people with, uh, with Instagram just to kind of, you know, build, you know, now that I've got, a little bit of a following. I think that helps build a, some credibility around, um, you know, what, what we're capable of. Uh, it wasn't always that way, you know, uh, but it, it, word of mouth, like always just clean trucks, you know, and, and just being creative and, and putting off a professional image everywhere we go. You know, we've got logos on our trucks, logos on uh, everything. And then just being a member of the community has, has helped too. Have you noticed that SEO strategy has paid off with the company that you've gone with and uh, in, in those uh, retargeting ads? Have you noticed a difference in the leads that that's bringing in? Yeah, that, it definitely brings in more volume. You, The difference is, is it doesn't bring as quality of leads. I, you know, you can definitely pick apart your website and make sure that that you're putting your best step forward and that you're trying to pre-qualify people as much as possible with your website, but even then you still got to jump on the phone call, uh, jump on the phone and have a honest conversation. It's a lot of wasted time. If you're just getting their name and running straight out to their house, I like to have people send us photos first and foremost of their house. If it's a, a, you know, a a lead off the street, I like to call it. Um, that just lets me see what they're seeing. Uh, we get some kickback people like, no, I just need you to come out here. Well, then, um, then, you know what, we just kind of throw down a, like a onsite fee of, you know, 150 bucks just to come out and, and see your property. But if you send us pictures, we can start free. Normally if they're that concerned with price, it's not going to work out anyways. Um, <clears throat> but I would say 
yeah, SEO does work and it does make the phone ring. You just got to spend a lot. You got to spend some time investing in yourself and practicing uh, the art of, pre, you know, phone skills and pre-qualifying on the phone. That's going to save you hours and hours and hours of, of driving out to tire kickers and bad leads and, and people that will ultimately going to waste your time and never be your customer. This is Nick of Earthscapes Landscaping. I'd say through our maintenance division, we get more repair work. So like existing patios where, you know, my guys will kind of point out like, hey, like, you know, there's some sinking pavers or we could like polysand needs to be redone or stuff like that. I'd say we get more like repair work through our existing maintenance clients. Uh, a goal of mine for this year is really to start to track, like, you know, get get numbers on these kind of things. Like, you know, how many how many installs are we getting through our maintenance division? How many installs are we getting from people seeing the truck and trailer on the side of the road? Like really tracking that kind of stuff. That's a big goal for 2021 for us. Gotcha. So from the time you started out, uh, whether that be, let, let's talk about the hardscape installation side of things. But when you started out doing that, to where you are now in your business, how have those leads coming in sort of changed? Have you have you noticed uh, a little bit more word of mouth trickling into the business, or have you identified, say, like Facebook ads being really uh, great for your business? How how have you uh, kind of gone with that? So this is definitely an area I've been tweaking over the past couple of years. Like I've used a mix of different you know lead generating strategies, such as Google, Facebook targeting. Uh, I've tried that. There's an app called Nextdoor I used for a little bit a couple of years ago, and um, Craigslist as well. Actually, Craigslist was my primary source of leads when I first started. I think I had about like 80 posts on there that I would just religiously refresh every couple of days. But um, we've built a really good reputation and I haven't used Craigslist in, I don't know, probably since 2016 or whenever it was last relevant. But um, a lot of our leads right now are coming in through word of mouth. We've built a really good relationship with our, our, um, our two main suppliers in our area, our two landscape supply stores. And um, when, when clients come in and they ask, Hey, is there anyone that you recommend for doing a patio or, you know, or outdoor living space? You know, we're pretty much the first card that goes out. So we get a ton of work through our, through our suppliers. And we are also hired by our one supplier to do the 2020 uh, Teco block display. So that's been an awesome, an awesome tool to use for, you know, prospect clients to be able to go to the dealer, take a look at some of our work on display as well as the Teco block products. But yeah, I'd say, you know, word of mouth and, and, our, and our suppliers have been a huge, a huge source of leads um, over the past, you know, year or so. This is Jordan of DPR Landscapes. Um, so the first actual real big one actually came from the neighbor of a client that we had flyer dropped and went door to door to. Uh, and we had gotten that job and then the neighbor across the street saw the work that we did, saw our work ethic um, and basically said, you know what, hey, I have a, I have a larger job for you. Um, he was a architect who was very, very particular um, and actually along the way probably really helped us out because he was very anal, uh, very particular. Um, so kind of taught us a lot about, you know, being very anal. But um Weird enough, um, we were actually getting quite a few jobs. So we would do this event in a local, like a local area. We have like a rib fest. So there's a rib fest where everyone kind of sets up vendors and sets up booths. But it was weird because we were kind of the only local like contracting company per se that would that would set up a booth there. Um, and I don't know how it came about that we decided to start doing RibFest, but we did RibFest for about two years um, and it actually generated a lot of leads. 
um, which was, it's really funny. I know a lot of people will say they'll do home shows, but for some reason we turned to this rib fest. Um, funny story was really embarrassing. I mean, our first year, uh, you know, we stayed up all night trying generating pictures and putting together binders and so on and so forth. And we didn't really have one of those actual pop-up tents. So we legit had like a, you know, when you go camping and you have a tent that you, you know, barbecue under or whatever. Um, we had one of those and we looked pretty fly by night on the Friday. Uh, we looked, we looked pretty bad. So we were really embarrassed. So that night we went home, spent all night again, redoing everything that we needed to do. Went to Staples at 7am in the morning, right when they opened, got everything reprinted and redone and got a couple banners done and so on and so forth. So yeah, that's actually how we generated quite a few of our bigger jobs was through this rib fest. And weird enough, because we weren't only booking, you know, one, two months in advance, these rib fests would happen in around June, right? So yeah, that's <laughs> kind of weird enough, but that's uh, that's how we started getting our larger jobs was to this rib fest. And I feel like the reason why it was just a little bit more of a informal and there wasn't a lot of competition around. Um, so we were able to really create that rapport with the client um, before we actually even saw their job. That's really interesting. So uh, moving forward or recently, have you done a similar strategy with with a rib fest or with a home show? And moving forward, would you do it again? Moving forward, definitely not. No. Um, so starting out of business, I think things like dropping flyers and going door to door sales, a very um, inexpensive way of marketing. You can spend two to three hundred dollars on a couple thousand flyers, um, depending on how high quality you want them to be. And you can actually generate a lot of leads that way. Um, and then, you know, we transition to the rib fest, which obviously is like a trying to think back, you know, five, $700 door fee. And then you'd end up spending maybe uh, $300 on marketing material, like flyers, branding material, um, and uh, business cards and so on and so forth. Um, but then essentially um, we finally kind of, I don't know why it was, but we kind of realized home, sh I mean, uh, Rib Fest before home shows. So we started doing home shows. Home shows are great. Um, however, the one thing I will have to say about them is there's a lot of competition. So you're competing against a lot of people. And unless you really build that rapport with the client, or, you know, we started gaining strategies at home shows to make them a little bit more uh, successful for us. Uh, like, you know, booking appointments right on the spot with clients. I think that was a, a huge key because a lot of people will just take your card and say they'll call you and they never do. Um, so, you know, booking appointments with clients right at the booth during a home show, um, have your calendar out. You know, I would book uh, anywhere from 30 to 60 appointments in a home show. Um, probably only end up landing five to six of them. Um, but so a good way to get started if you don't have other leads coming in. Um, but it does take a lot of time and a lot of your energy. Um, you know, going forward, we started working with a designer, Nancy Green. Um, she was actually introduced to us by Mike, uh, Paver King. Um, you know, when Mike took on the job at Permacon, um, he 
he, you know, gave our contact to Nancy uh, because we had reached out to Mike that year, right before he had left uh, Lakers contracting. Um, right before he left them, he we reached out to him and asked him if he would be a reference for us for Landscape Ontario. Um, so that's Mike kind of looked at our work and gave his reference to us. Um, and then when he left uh, Lakers for Permacon, he wanted to make sure Nancy was taken care of, and that's just the kind of person that Mike is. Um, he makes sure you know whatever his decisions are aren't going to negatively affect other people um so he he reached out to nancy and said hey i think you should work with these young guys they're kind of up and coming um and we worked with nancy a lot nancy got us a lot of um really qualified leads qualified jobs uh just because her and mike had built up such a good reputation uh, we use stuff like facebook ads we use kijiji ads but coming to full circle to where we are now um i would say it's more word of mouth and website again it all depends on where so all of our marketing streams throughout the duration of our business have worked really well However, I really think it all depends on where you are in your business. Um, so obviously you can't just your first year show up at a home show and have no, no pictures of any jobs you've never done, right? Um, so you really have to, you know, make those build, like make those steps going forward to try and find the right marketing stream that works for you. Now, like I said, it's all word of mouth, it's website. Um, and then if you do have a little bit of money, I think uh, Google ads also work very well at creating new leads and more qualified leads than a home show does. Because a home show, person's going there and they're meeting four different people, right? It depends on what type of client they are. But if they're a client that's strictly looking for price, they're going to find someone that's cheaper than you. Um, so it, I, I really think that it depends on where you are in your business, where marketing, what marketing stream works best for you. Taking away the word of mouth leads and maybe the website leads, as you were growing your business, where were those quality leads coming from? The the projects that you guys were really wanting to take on? Because you mentioned door-to-door, uh, -door, uh, online ads like uh, platforms like Kijiji, uh, Facebook, Google ads, home shows, and, and Ribfest. Where were those quality leads coming from that you guys wanted? So ultimately, I mean, for where we were in the beginning of the business, uh, flyer dropping and door-to-door -door sales uh, worked really well. And so did the RevFest for the most part. Um, however, transitioning, we did actually get quite a few jobs from home, or sorry, RevFest and then home shows. Home shows were probably where we started getting a lot of good jobs. However, the only thing I'll say about home shows, is you really have to have a... A, a strategy going into it um you have to be better than your competition um you have to you know almost know your competition's weaknesses and what you offer over your competition um and you really have to take the time to just build the rapport with the person while you're at the home show um so a lot of our leads that we ended up selling from the home show were leads that we built a really good rapport with the client. Um, if you are going to go to a home show, don't just go there and hand out flyers and say, call me. Uh, you really got to talk to the client, start talking to the client about their project, talking about details, show them projects that you've done that are like theirs. Um, so home shows can be profitable. However, you really just got to watch because they're a lot of work. 
So you got to set up your booth. Um, you got to take your booth down all within three days. Um, you have to show up every single day for about 12 hours. Um, and then you also, then you end up with 60 leads. So my mistake when we first started doing it was I would try and see every single one of those leads and I would kill myself with consultations and I would have way too much on my plate. And then I kind of had a bad strategy there where it was like, you know, first in, first out as far as quotes go. And you can't do that. Uh, you really got to prioritize your leads. Um, so, you know, you may have seen four people before this job that is a pool with a cabana and a deck and lighting and gardening and so on and so forth. You have to prioritize that lead over other leads depending on, you know, how your consultation went with them. So all in all, um, someone starting a business, um, I would say, you know, first try to get yourself some content of the work that you've done. Um, and then I would test the water at home shows. But once you get yourself to a point of your business where you are working off word of mouth and website leads, um, home shows wouldn't be worth your time after you have built up that clientele. This is Liz and Kenny of Vonscapes. When we first started, the leads were coming from the work that I was doing with the uh, with my friends. You know, the, there was a part of the projects that once they shut down that division, I helped close out those projects. And I, I was always working with the customers through those. Um, so, you know, things would pop up. They couldn't get to it. Hey, you go ahead and go do it. So the quality and the relationships that I was building with the customers then, and then also the stuff that they were feeding me that they couldn't get to, and then from that small little bunch that we got through, um, I just developed this community and this relationship with the clients and then talking to neighbors while doing it. But that neighbor's brother or their friend down the street, and it just it really grew from that. Um, as far as the custom design. We also, stuff, in the beginning, we used Angie's List, oh, Angie's List yeah, which has actually true. transformed. Now that it's free to users, we, we yeah. don't use it because in the beginning when you had to pay for it, um, and at that stage in our business, those jobs were exactly what we wanted. Right. And so the leads we were getting were perfect. And then as we started to grow and morph mm -hmm. and change, Angie's list also changed to more people that were kicking the tires, not serious, yeah. not good jobs, potentially not the best clients either. So I got a lot we, of bad referrals from there. Um, we it was great not to cut you off but it was great and i did all the meetings back then she didn't really get to meet all the people um it used to be phenomenal so like i would get the ref reviews from the people that i did the work for that's what i should have said how that worked so they would give me the reviews on angie's list angie's list would cater to the next and then it would kind of daisy chain from this guy sending me here them going to angie's list and kind of going from there and then at some point when they went free it went to crap I would get meetings I would show up to. They would never answer the doors. They would never call me back. I would waste so much time. We even did the home advisor. Oh my God, they stole thousands of dollars from us. It was bad. Um, they would say the referral fee. And then I would get a phone call for someone to change a light or let a bat out of an attic. And they would charge me a referral fee. And I'm like, that's not even part of my industry. So we got out of it. We just dropped all of that and went straight to referrals after that. So then at that point, you know, we got on Facebook first and then when Instagram became more popular, we got on Instagram and I feel like what I know, I mean, now it's like, you know, a lot of hardscapers are very sophisticated with this, but in the beginning, when you would look at hardscape photos, it was not pretty. It was like, you know, they were just finishing up a job. The papers are still wet. There's hoses in the background. 
and like tools laying in the grass and the grass hasn't even grown and they snap a picture, they post it on our Instagram. That's supposed to be a marketing photo. And I was like, this is not what we're going to do. We need to make sure this looks perfect. Like we are going to clean it. We're going to furnish it. We're going to edit our photos. We're going to crop them perfectly. We're going to make sure that this is a brand and this is really it's a marketing. It's not just, uh, oh, you just take a photo and you're done. This is literally your vision for your company. You should put as much thought into your photography and your marketing and your Instagram as you do into your designs of the job itself. I agree. At first, I didn't. I thought she was going crazy. I was like, why are you putting so much into this? And then as we started doing it, you started seeing the scale of work evolve. The photos and the marketing of the photos, um, I mean, it really dramatically changed the the type of people that come in. Um, the photos so, yeah, we, to answer your luxury question, I think that some of the was. people started to notice that these photos were very attractive photos and, like, the quality of work was shown in those photos. And so I think maybe, you know, there was one client here and then there was one client who referred us to their friend who I think that the job on the golf course was maybe that one project that... Like, well, that was a referral too. So like that got us into that realm, if you will. Yeah, it there was, was there was a combination of a couple. It was like a, a smaller but larger, small lot smaller up but larger, and then a daisy chained up. But they would be, they kind of just gave us a little bit of freedom. Hey, I don't know what I want. I just want you to build something. And then she would put her design features into it. And then in the field, they're like, you know, hey, I'd like to try something like this and this. And then I would just kind of, do you give me the freedom to just do something? Hey, this is the type of material I want, but I don't know what I want to do. I can create some unique stuff just off the fly. So giving us both the ability to be creative opened up a door and then they were like, well, this guy wants something off the wall crazy. So it's a little bit bigger, quite a bit jump. We go over, we meet with them, just do it. So we just did it. And then. Yeah. Like their like, friends would come over for their party on their patio and then their friends would call us and their friends would call just blew us up from that. And they all were more, you know, in certain areas of our um of our town that were you know on the golf course in a golf community or whatever where they're willing to spend more money on a pool pavilion outdoor living space than some of the previous jobs we were doing the budgets were smaller so i feel like that's kind of where we started to like get yeah, in there right. and find what we love to do so much and be creative and you know do something crazy and it's really opened the door in a lot of ways though because there's even some neighborhoods we get into that aren't as high end but they know the people and they've been to these houses or they've been to like one customer we just did. They have four friends that all have some pretty high end. Let us be really creative. And they, we went over and their yard's not real big. It's a nice place. Um, they're just like, Hey, just, I'm gonna give you a free for all. Just kind of design something. I, I just know I want a pavilion. And, you know, we got to do concrete tables, a whole large waterfall concrete table, large kitchen, seat walls. I mean, and it's a high-end neighborhood, but not as crazy, not as, but the people are just doing it. And they're letting us be creative and just do Those are the best clients that are like, oh, they're amazing. I know I maybe want like a pool and a patio, and then you just do whatever you want. Just make, just do the design. Just do it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is going to be fun. So um, that's really where just thinking outside the box and doing cool, fun designs like that got us into this niche. Yeah, I love being able to just think, just, just, Build me something. This is Phil of PJE Lawn Care and Landscaping. Uh, about 50%. Um, and then the other 50% is uh, word of mouth or has found me through social media. Um, you know, we don't have a big fancy website. We don't do any Google ads. Um, I don't pay for any uh, major marketing whatsoever. 
So about 50% of our new leads are builder or architect leads. Um, and then um, about the other 50% uh, come from just word of mouth. You know, we do a, do a project uh, for John Smith and John Smith um, has his buddies over and, you know, they admire his bar and his fire pit and his pool. And, you know, John Smith says, Hey, you know, here's the guy who designed it and built it. And he was a pleasure to work with, call him and, and we get those clients. Um, so, you know, our, our lead sources, we have a, we have, I would say 1500 salespeople out there selling for us, <laughs> you know, um, I would say 98% of our job closures end with our customers extremely happy. We're on the same pace and those people are going to go sell for us. Um, and, um, you know, so it's very important to me that our clients have a great experience at the end of the day, even if we have some rocky roads, uh, through the, through the process of building their stuff that when we finish that job and we do that final walkthrough that they're smiling, that they're happy and that they feel like PJE and my business and myself and my team did everything we could for them, uh, to be extremely happy and to build them their dream. Um, so, so worst case scenario, they come back and say, you know, somebody asks them about it and they go, you know, oh, PJE, they, they did a great job on the design, the build. There was some rocky roads through the, through the process, but, you know, Phil and his team made it right every single time. I highly recommend them. That's as bad of a review as I want from any of my clients to develop those salespeople out there because your clients will sell for you. They want to brag on their stuff. They want to tell all their friends and their family. Their neighbors will come over and ask them how the experience was. And if they have a bad taste in their mouth, the first thing they're going to do is go, yeah, it looks great, but don't call them. You know, um, so we want them to, to go, yeah, it looks great. You have to call these guys. I wouldn't call anybody else. You know, so so that's most of our stuff. We get we get three to five calls a year off of social media. Um I've landed a, you know, in the last five years, we've probably uh, done two and a half million in projects off of my Instagram page. Just people seeing a, a post that I posted and hashtagged and they liked it and they reached out to us and we did a consultation and uh, did a job. But those are fewer and further between. I, I mean, reality is our most profitable jobs come from a referral source of a happy client. Um uh, and yeah. what I found is those clients, the ones that are coming from a, an already happier client, don't bid us against the comp competition, don't want to talk to anybody else about doing the project. We go in there and it's our job to design build. It's also our job to lose. Uh, we're not playing against the competitors in the market uh, because they've decided they want PJE to do that job before we ever meet, before they ever pick up the phone and call me. You know, so um, I found that to be the best. I mean, back in my younger days, I did some marketing, did some of that stuff. It, it never turned out the way I, I foresaw it turning out. And I don't have a huge sales team. I, to be point blank, I do all the sales. Um, and um, I don't want to waste my time um, going on Google lead people where they, you know, they're talking to five guys. They're going to be told five different things. They're going to get five different prices. 
and my likelihood of getting that job starts out at 20% instead of starting out at 100% um, and working backwards, I start out at 20% and have to work forwards. So I, I, I don't play that game and I don't want to. If somebody calls me and they're like, hey, I found you, I saw your your name on, on Google because you're in the area that I live. Um, you know, I'll be respectful, um, and and talk to them, but, um, more than likely I do a a vetting process with those clients and, uh, and 99% of the time I don't even go on a sales call for them because there's going to be somebody who can better serve their needs, you know? So that's kind of how our client leads come in. Our builders obviously, only want to work with us. So basically our builders tell their clients, Hey, you know, this is Phil. This is his company's PJE. He's got a great design team, you know, work with them, design your dream. We'll lump your, your stuff into your construction loan or your mortgage. Um, if you don't want to work with Phil, uh, cause you have your own guy, basically what our builders, most of our builders tell their clients is, uh, we'll do the bare minimum we have to do to get you a certificate of occupancy from the town or the city that your house is being built in, meaning they'll do the the grading, the seed, the straw, and the drainage, and do no landscaping, no hardscaping, and then hand the home over to the homeowner to let them do whatever they want after the builders have moved out. So then they go through a whole other construction process afterwards, which really helps us lock those builder clients in. Uh, you know, the, they, they're essentially... Uh, married to that builder and they want to use the builder's people. And if they don't want to go through a secondary construction process after they just went through one building their home, then they're going to use us 90% of the time. Um, And and for me, um, it's just a matter of closing the deal and and making them get those warm fuzzies and and feel comfortable with our process and and our team. so we don't spend a whole lot of time bidding work and um, uh, bidding against competitors on work. Um, we're more than happy to kind of walk away from from projects if I find out, we, you know, we're bidding more than against more than one, you know. So uh, that that's does that answer your question? This is Josh of Mass Hardscapes. Now we are mostly word of mouth. Um, we've we've been very lucky to have clients that just keep sharing with their friends. Like so, there's so many jobs I can think of. Large jobs that are like, hey, my friend, you did work for. They gave us your name. Um, and I honestly have one customer from my first year in business who has made this massive web of customers for me. Just crazy. Um, but I would say most of our work is word of mouth. Um, I do very, very little paid advertising at this point. And it seems like every year I do a little bit less of that. Um, Last year I did a little bit of Facebook ads. Um, I think that was pretty much it, Um, which has been great because referral work is pretty much guaranteed too. Um, So that's been really good, but it's been a progression like everything. It's been, when I started, I did like newspaper ads and magazines and stuff like that. And, um, every year I've kind of played around with different things, but just found that word of mouth is, is most of our work as well as organically through my website. So one of the things 
one of the reasons I named my company Mass Hardscapes is I knew it would be good for marketing. So I get a lot of just organic flow through our website because of my name. Because if you Google hardscapes in basically any town in Massachusetts, we will be one of the first ones to come up. Um, I was on the phone with a buddy the other day who's down in Bridgewater, Mass, and he said, when you Google hardscapes in Bridgewater, my company comes up before him. And that's an area that we don't even service. Um, so I got a lot of organic stuff through through my website, um, which is great too, and not having to pay for that. So um, yeah, lots of just organic and word of mouth is basically um, where most of our work comes from at this point. This is Weston of WB Outdoor. Well, um, I think uh, they're pretty similar. Um, the referrals, like the referrals are still our, our strongest lead source. Um, if someone refers us from, you know, we did a job, they pass our name to their friend or something, but it's changed a little bit more now. Um, we, uh, like we're friends with, um, a lot of people on Instagram now and, uh, even contractors that are in our hometown here. Um, we get a lot of leads from them. Um, I have a couple general contractors that we work with and, um, they give us work. I'm friends with a few, few landscapers. Um, who I met off Instagram, believe it or not. And we, you know, started talking and chatting and then, uh, before you know it, they're like, uh, you know, they don't do artificial grass. So any turf lead that comes in, they're kind of, uh, throwing that at us. And, and all of these jobs are way more pre-qualified. They're way better leads. It's almost a done deal when, once they, you know, ask for some pricing, not all of them, but, um, they're just so much easier to, to vet and know that they're a quality lead because you know they probably already had like a landscape designer come in and and take a look at everything and draw up stuff and so they've already invested they've already spent money on a design and uh so just uh having a good community and um that has helped us so much um and and just being around um a little bit longer now we've kind of, we've got a better name for ourselves now and uh, we've got the trust of some other contractors. Um, so we get a lot of our leads from, I think there's like, there's three uh, landscape contractors that don't do pavers or don't do hardscapes and artificial grass. So we get a lot from them. Um, that has been huge. Uh, Fredrickson Landscaping, um, they're on Instagram too. They've, uh, they've been great. Um, we've been doing a lot of jobs with them, kind of tag team and jobs where they do the landscape and we do the hardscapes. Um, and then what else? Um, stone yards. Um, all of my, uh, I have like two different stone yards that are close to me that I always go to. And I've been going to them for, I don't know, close to 10 years. And uh, just making a good relationship with those guys has, has been really great. We've gotten some of our best projects, some of our biggest jobs from uh, those Stoneyard uh, referrals. So those have been great. You know, the hardscape stores, just uh, being nice to those people, you know, don't, don't hit a dick and piss those guys off. And I mean, that, that goes a long way right there. You know, you put your business cards up in their store and just kind of remind them that you're, you know, you're in the area and uh, you're, you'd love to, you know, get more leads and they uh, remember you and pass your card along. And uh, that's been great. Word of mouth has, is the biggest thing. And um, 
and then these other these other sources have been have been great for us too Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Visit us at howtohardscape.com for more information on this subject. Let us know what you want to learn about in future episodes by reaching out to our social channels. We are at How to Hardscape on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can find us. And thank you to Alliance Gator for sponsoring today's episode. Again, you can check them out at alliancegator.com. And we look forward to meeting with you next week on the How to Hardscape podcast.